Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast on Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint Radio Show. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis. What up? Norris Howard. What up, Doug? And over at the Checkpoint News Desk, Joe Sloan. It's like to be here. So, uh, first of all, if this is a bit of a shorter podcast today, we apologize. My patience has been worn thin. <laughs> it has been a difficult day of trying to get the show done and live on Twitch. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's really uh, pretty frustrating when your internet service provider uh, has a problem but won't acknowledge that they have a problem, mm-hmm. um, which is the case right now because my download speeds on my, my service, my home service, which is how we broadcast the show, the download speed is fine, but the upload speed is really... Trash. D- Really bad. I think what we need to do is we need to sit down with them and assure them that we love them, but they need to face this. <laughs> That's what we do with my uncle Charlie when he had a problem that he wouldn't admit to. <laughs> we need so to have we basically we need, need to, to have an intervention. To, yeah, we I need to reach so. out to him. Your lack of providing us internet has affected us in the following ways. <laughs> this is how your bad internet upload speeds have hurt me personally. Well, and and it's just uh it is uh it it's it's so frustrating especially to happen on a Wednesday um and and for no apparent reason it, it either. Seems I mean, to be getting you know, more frequent as it, well. It though. right it does. Uh so we're working on uh ways to to try to be able to uh you know fix and rectify that, have some backups or something. Um, and uh, hopefully, moving forward, we won't we won't have this uh, this kind of problem. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but I mean that's that's what you have to kind of put up with when you have home internet service. Um, actually, a subject on today's show. But before we get into all of that, and before we get into our topic, we should probably check out our iTunes reviews because oh, we got some. Reviews. I went, dude. I went and I checked. We are currently sitting at seven. 75 total reviews. Hell yeah. We need 90 total reviews to be able to say that we doubled our number of reviews from one year to another. Oh, yeah. We are almost there. Just we can do it. 15 shy. I believe in you guys. I see how many people download this show each and every single week. There's probably going to be more because the people who usually listen to it live on Twitch are not going to be able to see it on Twitch. So we want to encourage absolutely every single last one of you to leave us review good or bad it doesn't matter whatever you think of the show we want to know so let's read a review all right this is five stars coming from chris winstein says video games yes but so much more he says okay doing my part to get you guys 60 reviews this year i tripped over this gem when i tuned into winnipeg's tsn 1290 a.m sports Talk okay we see station. you out there uh, right. we see out there canada yeah. yeah and had to have more i can lose hours listening to these guys and often the discourse veers so far away from gaming but it still feels right. I truly feel like I'm listening to a bunch of friends geek out and it's great. The show is polished and produced very nicely. Very pro. By the way, and that's where it ends. No, <laughs> So we can uh, move into the podcast no. topic. We today. are going to read, read the rest. It. Read, read it. it, Robbie. Read it. 
Uh, this is obviously sarcasm. Uh, by it. the way, Norris is my f- is the best. Yeah, not I'll, my uh, favorite. The best. <laughs> Robbie, just, uh, you, you are reading that in like the SpongeBob meme text. Norris <laughs> <laughs> is the best. I'll just uh, part with that and hope that when you read this on the podcast, that I can enjoy the ensuing fallout. Keep it up, guys. He's he's, he's just trying to incite chaos. Yeah, he doesn't care. I care. We see your divide and conquer strategy, Chris. It's not going to work. <laughs> no, here. it's totally working. I am. Shut up, Norris, it's not working. (laughs) We are a united front. Yeah. We are a collective. We're not united against ISPs. Strong like bear. (laughs) Strong like bear. (laughs) I love it. Anyway, uh, thanks so much, Chris, for the review. Again, we want to encourage all of you listening right now to go and leave us an iTunes review. We will read it here on the show. We'd love to read your review. If we get 90 reviews, I promise you we will read everything. Every single last one of them here on the show, and we'll, we'll burn a podcast just a reading podcast. all the just reviews. reading the reviews happily. And, and it stands to be mentioned that currently, out of all seventy five reviews, only one of them have been anything but five star. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and maybe it's telling you something. And yeah. if we get those uh, uh, ninety reviews, remember, remember, Joe is going to cosplay as Bubsy on stream. That is right. On stream again. I just I'm going to reestablish this every single time. I do not have to make the Bubsy. No, cosplay. I'm making. You make it. Oh, right. hell Robbie's yeah! Amazing. No, no, no. That's actually one of the specific things we don't want you to make it because then you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. That's fair. We could have. By the way, we I'm could saying, have you Donald ducking it here in the studio. Well, to be cosplay accurate i would have to right he specifically wears no pants exactly man i'm gonna get you chewbacca many, bottoms think of how many car, uh, cartoon characters didn't wear pants there's been a way lot too many no really. one on ducktales no one on duck yeah there's never been an animated duck that wears pants as far as i know an unacceptable <laughs> amount porky of people pig didn't wear porky pants. pig definitely didn't wear pants you know what this is a great example of what that last itunes review was talking about where we just talk about seemingly <laughs> where nothing just kind of veer we into, have been told in the past that we do it better than anyone where we will true. talk about Absolutely nothing. Stream we've of got, consciousness, man. Dude, we've got great tangents. We've got the best tangents. Only James the best Joyce tangents. would be proud of us. People tell us all the time we have the best tangents. The huge, huge tangents. Speaking, speaking huge though, tan- guys, the tangents. Best, the best tangents. Speaking, though, of uh, of not wearing pants, today's, uh, today's podcast topic, it's a gem. But it's harder to segue. Sorry. Wow. What was that? Yeah, what was that? That was, that was Bo Burnham. Oh. It didn't his very it famous didn't. line yeah. in the song. Yeah. Okay. It didn't land. Joe. Nope. Sure nope. didn't, Joe. Sure didn't. Whatever, it didn't land. All right. So this gym we've actually been sitting on for a minute. Uh but uh, uh This is originally for like three weeks it ago. Was. Right? It was. Yeah. It was. So uh entering into the esports scene uh for the second time because because they did have penetrating a- the esports <laughs> scene, if you will. Yes, all right. Yep. I'm gonna give you that one. Yeah. I'm give you that one. Uh you porn. <laughs> Yeah. Do you need a moment, Norris? That was great. You need a moment? Okay. Good job. All right. Nate so, yeah. didn't get many, so I had to acknowledge <laughs> that's, that. That's Boo. fair. That's Boo. fair. Boo, Norris. All right. So, you porn guys is putting on their own esports tournament in uh, conjunction with, I'm not making this up, a site called Nuttaku. <laughs> By the, the way. The era is over. <laughs> Robbie, uh, yeah. you went to school for theater. Yep. Did you ever picture that in your career at some point you would get to say those words in those order? You, you porn in conjunction, in conjunction guys, with nut talk. Guys, one can only dream <laughs> <laughs> that stuff like this comes across your get your desk. But yeah, uh, the Nut Taku Lewd <laughs> Gaming Championship <laughs> will feature Gamebow's mature take on World of Tanks 
TNT. You guys want to try and guess what TNT stands for? Well, I can guess what one of the T's stands for. Uh, tanks, I assume. Tits and tanks? Is that tits it? and tanks. Oh, oh my this God. This game heavily features anime titties. Wow. It's anime? How? How? Are they, are they oh abstracted? God. Are they abstracted titties on tanks? What the okay, fuck on. is happening here? Nataku product manager Ben Fasio says, TNT is definitely one of our most coveted titles. Oh, my God. Oh my what God. a great word choice. Think oh, of it as World of now. Tanks, but with fully uncensored anime action integrated into the gameplay. What does that mean? <laughs> We're confident TNT will bring in a trove of lewd gamers and take the world of esports to the next level. I, I have to... You like, mean to its I'm, climax. You know... <laughs> <laughs> be so curious what sort of like weird people end up coming out to see this this is like that is a crowd i don't i don't want to be in i don't want to be in i don't want to be in i want to observe yeah well i want to be like two floors away from (laughs) you're gonna hear the guy next to you shuffling around a little bit Mm, and then there's like a fat 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 yeah, no, 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 no. The, uh, I'm not looking to the well, right. Well, there's going to be 64 of them, guys. The competition will see 64 <laughs> players compete. Are you Why fucking isn't it 69? <laughs> you know what? That's actually Damn. a very 69 question. players. It's, very yeah. for it's match, missed for opportunities. Match, for matchmaking purposes, but I don't, I don't know. All right, there's, you have five people. Uh, you know, you have six you people. You pour is good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, you, know, you do five you do, or six people. You do, <laughs> you do six people, and they play for the uh, 64th spot. Those five, or the six teams they yeah, play yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how you do it. I, I, this is just uh, uncomfortable. This is going to be how many porn jokes can we cram into a segment? But I mean, like, how many porn jokes can that, we stuff into a segment? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Fasio also noted, though, guys, that, uh, that, that you porn was an ideal sponsor for this. Ideal. Well, of course they would ideal. be. Ideal. But they? I mean, like, I, like, okay, so uh, let's, let's actually try to get a bit of a discussion out of Google this. Google tits and tanks. Please don't. No, I'm doing it. Please Please don't. Um, I'm on my phone. Relax. Ain't nobody going to find this on your uh, history. Anyway, so so uh, I feel like we need to try to find something serious to talk Some about. Merit? Some merit to I talk about I don't know this. where, where I, it I'm is. Not You're totally right. Where sure. is the money shot in Here, this conversation? Uh, here's the thing is that you porn is... Oh, they have a trailer on YouTube. You oh, porn... God, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> porn is not new to esports. Uh, They're U-porn, not. Uporn used to actually sponsor a team in multiple different games, including Counter Strike. I want to say League of Legends for a Maybe, time. Maybe, yeah, a League may have been as well. Because I, I think LCK shut that shit right I think down. They did. I think you're right. I know. I don't know if it was League of Legends, but it was a Korean team. I remember that much. And it, and uh, the uh, maybe it was Kespa that shut that shit down. Well, because it, 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 they were going by Team U Porn, and then they tried to. Uh, kind of uh, Team YP, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they tried to yeah, YP. skirt the uh, skirt some of the rules that were like, listen, you can't be a brand that's associated with something that's you know tawdry, Lately pornographic, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, after that rule came about, they actually had to to kind of drop all affiliation with esports, and I don't know that they still have any teams that are active in any esports. Um, very flaccid league after that, <laughs> but <laughs> damn it, Joe. God damn, this doesn't look too bad. Hundreds of upgrades available this might literally just be world of tanks and then there's anime cutscenes. Well, that sounds likely yeah crew your tank with Why? cute anime girls here's the thing here's the thing okay 
why does it need to focus on anime? Because that adds a creep factor to it oh, for my, some oh, reason. It sure does. None of these Am girls I the only 18. one? I mean, like, <laughs> none of them. Like, they, all models are eighteen, quote unquote. But nah. But <laughs> but nah. Oh, there it is, fully drawn. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, but anyway, uh, so you know, I mean, like, how many of us owned BMX Triple X or rented it? Right? Like, yeah. I remember you guys that, remember yeah. that? Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. So you know, like, th- it's it's not the novelty. Yeah, it's a novelty. And I mean, like Duke Nukem uh, 3D. Else, but who else was incredibly disappointed by it at the same time? I mean, it wasn't Everyone. that good of a game. It was not a very good game at all. It was basically D- Dave Mira's BMX, but with but worse. Yeah, boobs. yeah. Well, basically. I don't know if I would say it was worse, boobs, but it was not okay. good. It was not no, it good. It wasn't good. It was but not good. Was Dave Mira's BMX. But there's something about it being anime. That again, it just because for, you am know, I prejudiced? because it, it could no, no, be no, my, no, no, my no. personal bias, of no, course. No, it's because but. you know who likes that type of anime, you know who you know that person, yeah. Listen, here's a, yeah and here's the thing I'm not saying that there can't be like an artistic and uh, you know, element to you know, animated porn. I'm just saying that I know the what a lot of people who are very into that scene are like mouth breathers and a lot of them scare me a bit yeah well i mean maybe, not, a, maybe hey, i was a teenager not, at one point too maybe not scare so much no 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 it's the as, demo as just give you a really weird filmy gross vibe yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it that's what, and, it's and, the demo that makes this creepy not the partnership and i'm sure that we're going to get youtube comments about like oh how dare you kink shame <laughs> oh, and i mean like wow. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a little bit of what we're it doing. Is a little bit. I mean, but at the same time, is is this meant to be as scintillating as as maybe we're we're making it out to be? But I think at, I think that there's there's a bit of a banality to it. Well, no, but at the same time, I just feel like this is this is. A traditional sport wouldn't even think of something like this, right? They wouldn't even. What I mean, think like you got lingerie like, league football, yeah, uh, foxy boxing, no, but they're not going wrestling. to go full porn. Okay, they're not gonna. They're not gonna go all the way with it. That's they're why they not. don't make good money. They're not gonna. Go, you're right, <laughs> but they're not gonna go all the way with it. That's just how I feel, man. They're, they they would have never part. Did you see the MLB partner with you porn? Well, no, but I mean, like, no. I mean, again, it's Nataku, not Taku, that's partnering <laughs> with you porn. This is not exactly it's a double penetrate like, it's not, the sport, dude. It's not. <laughs> it's not Cloud Nine. You know what I mean? Like, this mm. isn't like the OWL is gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna have a super sexy OWL please, match. P- please, please. And, let Cloud Nine compete in this tournament. Well, okay, except <laughs> I would give well, anything. To be fair, they'd be Cloud Sixty Nine. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. God, I hate this conversation so much. You guys, fucks uh, on quack. I hate you. it. Oh my God. Fucks on quack. There you go. Now let's just think of fucked up porn esports teams' names. Yeah, sure. Wow. But I mean, like, I just feel like, see, exactly what we're doing right now yeah. is exactly why it's a bad idea. The San Francisco Shockers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, because, it's because nobody. Could, it's terrible. Isn't nobody it? could so take funny. it serious. So bad. It's, it's so, so stupid. stupid, and it's so nobody would take. This oh serious. my god! The Florida mate them. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The 
the New York Sex Celsius. Yeah. Doesn't work. Oh, all right, God. it's getting progressive. <laughs> this is just yeah. Okay. This is backsliding. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's 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 shift this a little. Boston Uprising is already all right. <laughs> what do you guys envision the prizes for a tournament like this to be? I mean, it's got to be what like uh Lube. like a yeah like Lube. a basket Lube. of condoms, a double double headed dildo, right, well, first sponsorship from Trojan. First of all, everyone's walking away bare minimum a year subs- premium subscription to YouPorn. All right. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Not bad. But why would you not need bad. a subscription to hey, free porn? Thank you. Now I'll get the good stuff. Well, you get I guess. the better shit. Yeah. For, for your 4K TV. Yeah. <laughs> for your porn. I don't know, man. I've never had a subscription to porn. And uh, neither and have I. Someone tell us in the my difference. entire life. Well, never paid for it. <laughs> and the uh, well, these guys won't be either. And <laughs> <laughs> fair. You know what? Fair point. And the winner gets to walk away with twenty five grand. That's in nice what? Porn money. Fun box? In no. money. <laughs> Cold hard cash. <laughs> to go spend on anime porn. porn. I assume, Probably yeah. on yeah. anime titties. On blow up dolls. Yeah, yeah right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. is anybody else bothered by the fact that even Nuttaku and you porn can get the prize thing right better than Nintendo? Oh, oh my you, god You bring up a really good That's, point yeah. Oh my you bring god bring up a really good You're point You're right, right Nintendo there. needs Guys. to give away Your subscription to YouPorn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that would get it done That's um, a good question I mean Yeah but I mean like th- Then again though Then again This is 10 grand going to one person So it's It's not like The total pot is You know 30 grand with You know Second place getting do- but Such I mean, and such But I mean it's still You, know? you, you like 10 grand isn't that much Well 25 grand Or 25 25 grand is is a nice little chunk of change. I mean, there's twenty five large there's hits and F- tanks. There's FGC events with very well respected. Blast Blue uh, doesn't that pay that much. Is a very good point. That don't pay out twenty five racks. That right? is a very good and depressing. Point. Hey, maybe Kazunoko will compete. He can get that fourth title. He would. He'd be great at it because it's an anime game. <laughs> now, I mean, granted, granted. Okay, we we have uh, I think slandered most of the people who would. Maybe be interested in attending event like this. True. Who do you think would compete in this shit? You know what? I even even though when we think of of stuff like this, our minds immediately go <clears throat> to like Reddit. sweaty neckbeards. <clears throat> Reddit. Hold on. I don't think that we should undersell the fact that I think there is a huge contingent of uh, females out there. Who love anime? Yeah, and, and who would play anime titties as well? Yeah. Well, and, and here's the other thing. Like, you're sure, right. good point. It's a good yeah. point. You're right. Here's the thing. Even if it's blatantly pornographic and silly, if there is a solid game mechanic in it, and you can make money playing it. There are going to be professionals. No, you're you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right. I love the idea of a woman just walking in and destroying the entire I think competition. It would be I think great. that would be great. If we don't get her for an interview, we're a failure as a show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, an anime hologram, maybe. With AI Fucking Vocaloid competing at Yeah, it. that'd be great. Oh, yeah. That's what the, the Dota 2 AI is going to be competing at next. They're gonna they're gonna go over and do the U porn tournaments. Weird. I, I I thought you were talking about Doctor Krieger's anime girlfriend from that, Archer. That's, that's what I was thinking about yeah. too for some reason. I didn't no, know. That I was she thinking competed. about some weird amalgamation of both. <laughs> like like Full Metal Alchemist style. Oh yeah. Okay, that's gross. Yeah, it is. That's really gross. It's scary. Those um, characters were not 18. That's not okay. <clears throat> no. <laughs> There's a lot that's not okay There's about that. There's a lot that's not There's okay, just a lot about, that's not okay about anime in general. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that, but I just like, I, like there is a, and I, and I come across it more and more and more these days because it's infecting other things. Oh, like yeah. anime. Well, anime is well, mainstream. Well, no, it, it's totally mainstream, but it's weird how many... 
Uh, how do I put this diplomatically? Don't how worry about how many completely it. reprehensible assholes you run into uh, on you know social media that just oh, use an anime character as their it's avatar? Anime, it's anime avatars and Pepe the Frogs and <clears throat> yeah, what is eggs. with that? Yeah, and yeah, I don't know when the fuck the anime that... thing. If, here's the thing: when did though, that happen? If I was the creators of that anime, I'd be pissed. Like, oh, can totally, you not hijack my characters for your dumbass platform. But it's so rampant. Like, what it, it is? How, how do you? How, you couldn't even approach it at no. this point. It's, no, you're that, right. That is a problem that is too far gone. Oh yeah. No, you're right. But but it is, man. And a lot of those people are in the anime, and you know, no slander on the creators of of certain animes. But I mean. It, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with some you. of them are pretty problematic. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you right now, and 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 I'm going to be on, completely honest with our audience right now. Uh, if you have ever tweeted me and you have anything even remotely resembling an anime-ish avatar, even if it's original for something of you, there's already a preconceived notion in my head about what kind of person you are. Mm. Like maybe that's I, that might be bad on my part, and I'm totally admitting that this is bias. But if you come to me on social media and you've got an anime avatar. Especially if it's something from like a pre-existing show, I mm. I am disregarding everything that you have to say. I think I'm the only one on the show right now who probably watches a decent bit of anime. I don't. Know I've, 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 I have watched no, quite a bit. Currently, do you watch a decent bit of anime? I haven't started. I, I haven't started a new series in a while. So yeah, me neither. Uh, I. I it, it's it's weird. I my my relationship with it is is very tangential. I'm not into anything right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I, I'd, I'd say that that's fair. Yeah, I'm not yeah. into anything right now. I'm watching a decent bit right now. I actually just recently, not long ago, got back into watching a bit. Oh, I started so much of it. Cry baby. Yeah, so much of it is trash right now. And I mean, in all fairness, it was always like that. There was always yeah, a sure. lot of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so much of it right now is utter is really hot bad. garbage. Really, really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and, and the, the One way Punch Man is great. One, One Punch, Punch Man, Man is great. Was outstanding. Konosuba, I really enjoyed. There's a bunch I, that are I good. hear that's good. Yeah, yeah it's, there's a bunch that are good. Usually, the best ones are the ones that are looking at anime from eras past and just kind of poking fun at it. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the ones that I, I tend to or find the Or the absurdest best. ones like Fooly Cooly. Fooly Cooly or uh, Dead Leaves. Oh, or yeah. so, Dead something, leaves. And, and, you know, there's actually there's a new movie that's going to be coming out and I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh God, I'm gonna. Uh, but it's from the same guy who did the uh, most recent Devilman remake. Oh, okay, right. Oh, man, like that, that Devilman remake was insane. And and he's got a very unique art style, right? Like yeah. I've seen a couple of his other projects before, but he's got this completely new. It's like a neon bright anime about this girl who drinks too much and like it's dude. It looks crazy. I oh, sat through cool. the entire preview of it the other day, and it l- looked vi- so visual. Striking that I was like I have to see it. You have to see it. I have to see it. It's kind of like when a scanner darkly came. Yes. Out. It's like I really don't care if it's that good of a film. Or but not, I have to see it. But I have to see. There's it. something about yeah. it that that and it wasn't a good film. No, it wasn't. I, I walked out of that and I was like I don't think I ever want to watch that again. Yeah. Because most of the time if I like a movie I'll watch it a, a bunch of times yeah. to try to figure out why I like it. Yeah, it was a cool experiment. It, yeah, I mean it was okay, but it was basically coffee and cigarettes with with that was animated. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, um, but this, yeah, this seems totally unique and and different from a lot of what's going on in anime, visually and in terms of the the story that they're telling. Um, so I'm going to be really interested to to see that when it comes out. But other than that, I, I think that you know uh, the last new anime series that I had tried to invest myself in was 
Attack on Titan. It's been it's been that. That long. was a lot of people's it was kind of like that re-entry was, point. That was well, also yeah, the yeah. last series that I tried to watch. I can't get into most series. I can do like just a straight up movie, like no problem. Yeah, uh, uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, killed me! Oh, like dude, I killed everyone. Yeah. I can, I can do, dude. I can do movies. I can do OVAs if they're like you know a three or four a three episode or four, run, yeah. right? Like uh, <laughs> Venus Wars is one of my all time favorites. Right? I, I remember watching the first episode of Fairy Tale and thought. Okay, and then I look and there's like a thousand episodes. And I'm like, nope. Fuck that. You know what? That's, nothing that's in me in one piece. Yeah. That's yeah. me in one piece. But that's Dragon Ball Z syndrome. And, and I think that anyone who actually invested themselves in Dragon Ball Z tried to keep up with it as a kid and realized how much there was and how impossible it was. I think that that makes us a little bit less, you know, less likely to invest ourselves in a huge know, season like Fairy Tale. I, I invested in, I think, 12 seasons of uh, Supernatural, Supernatural and got yeah. through that just fine. How? I don't know, but when I look at anime, no, I'm like, Robbie, nope. To be fair, you don't be having shit to do. <laughs> so, like, you be I having... I like doing no thousand episodes of anime. But you be having time to sit around and watch, you know, 12 seasons of Supernatural. Right. And and it, Supernatural, of Supernatural is one of those shows where you really do not have to pay attention to every single plot point. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, when you see, like, Fairy Tale or any anime that's got a thousand episodes, you know that... F- like 600 of them are going to be filler. That filler. too. Yeah. That okay. too. What that the fuck, Facebook? I'm scrolling and Crunchyroll just popped up. Get out of here. Ah, uh, come on. Yeah, it's, they're it listening. knows you. Yeah, they're, it knows they're, you. they're listening it to knows. our conversation. But the point is, is that how many of those fans is we've just sat back and talked about anime for the first time in the history of this show at any type of extended period of time? Ain't none of us getting ready to go play tits and tanks no. and play for 25000 because we know socially what that would do to our reputations. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know. $25,000 is a lot of money. I just can't get good enough in time. Yeah, but yeah. There, but there, at the same time, though, there are grown-ass people who will carry around body pillows without oh. shame at conventions oh, where there are plenty of other people who can see them. And so, I mean, I don't think that shame is the biggest factor here. You're... Probably right because there were people with Overwatch body pillows oh. at the OWL. Gra- no, of players. No. Oh no! Oh, no. There was a guy no. with a there was a guy with a Snello pillow. No, Wait, a dude. Yes, it was a dude with a Snello with pillow. S- but oh, and Snello. Oh, I'm yeah. so afraid for him now because he's like he's a he's a little dude. It was terrifying. He, he ain't that, carpe little, but he's a little dude. You could terrifying. probably stuff him inside that pillowcase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it Snello so okay? Scary. Can someone check social media? Like, did he come back from terrifying. the Was he at the press conference last Terrifying. Time? I ain't see him. He didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him at all. Uh, all right. Well, um, and, and now that we've degenerated into the world of anime, uh, yeah, I think that that kind of, yeah, that kind of totally puts an end cap on that conversation. Yep, perfect. So, yep. um, if that's something that interests you, know that uh, Checkpoint Radio collectively as a crew judges you and, and you, it, bad. you probably shouldn't tell us that, that you'd be going into mm-hmm. that. That said, we will report on it. We will. We will report on it, definitely. Why? How can we not? Because it's eSports news. It's eSports news. $25,000 is news anywhere. Let bro. me tell you, that's the thing. Is like, that week's going to come, and I'm going to have like... Hang on. Hang on. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes of this show have we done and not reported on Rocket League? <laughs> A lot. Okay, then I think it's safe to say that we don't really need to double back around on this conversation. But here's again. the problem: I'd, I'd, I'd is like we're going to gonna have I'm going to have four esports news stories that week, and I'm not going to be able to find a fifth one. And that's going to be it. You porn's got to go on there. <sighs> 
Stop it, man. If $25,000 this year, next year, it's going to be $75,000. Before you know it, this U-Porn tournament is going to be big. I I don't know, man. I I really hope that they're playing to an arena that's more empty than that goddamn PUBG tournament. No, they'll be smart. They'll put that in a conference room. (laughs) Something they can fill. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's take a look at what we were talking about this week on the radio show. We start off talking about the OWL Grand Finals. Of course, Robbie and Norris were out at the Barclays Center. They got great. to be there in person and feel the uh, excitement the energy. and just get to tell us about it who live vicariously through them back home. So It was so good. awesome. That's that a lame-ass weekend. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Listen, I'm going to be Joe's honest. Joe's just pissed because he had to spend pissed, the bulk of the yeah. weekend over here. So. Well, but, I don't care that I was here. I just care that I wasn't in New York. Yeah. I'll just say this, and, and Robbie actually brought this to my attention. I hadn't even thought about it. Uh, there were the big, you know, post-match press conferences out there and stuff, and it was really cool to raise my hand in a press conference and say, ah, uh, yes, Norris Howard, Checkpoint Radio. Oh, what a cool moment. And ask my question knowing that there was like 250,000 people watching the stream at the yeah, time. Yeah. Like, I, I think that was just, it's just a cool feeling. That which, is very which, cool. By the way, they, they, they had a TV in there so you could see what was on the stream, and uh, I managed to have situated myself so whenever it showed, like, you know, pulled the camera back so you could see people asking the questions, you could see, listen to me, Checkpoint Radio. <laughs> <laughs> whole time that is excellent Mm -hmm. that is excellent and and the thing is is that you know we cemented ourselves as being there at the very first owl grand finals ever uh you know history was made being broadcast on espn uh and uh we were there along for the ride so uh i think that was uh hugely cool and uh you know i that was such a great opportunity and we really want to thank blizzard uh for letting us go out there and uh for for working with us on press credentials and everything um it was uh, really awesome, even though you guys missed out on Media Day. Uh, that, I know, was thanks, a huge disappointment. Yeah, right? Like, thanks, American Airlines. Uh, I know that that was a huge disappointment uh, all around, but uh, you guys did a phenomenal job uh, recovering and, uh, you know, kind of tracking down uh, interview opportunities where yep. you could. So uh, we uh, we really appreciate all the hard work that you guys did reporting out from uh, Brooklyn this year. We also uh, talk about the latest in esports news including the ratings that ESPN uh, got back on the OWL Grand Finals. Uh, Not that impressive when you compare it up against what was uh, in the same time slot a week before. However, and and what the normal sports center usually pulls in. Something that I did notice, though, with those ratings, because, you know, you you guys had mentioned that going into season two, if they start to, you know, cover the throughout the whole season leading up to the Grand Finals, you know, people become more familiar. We'll we'll, we'll get more of it. Uh, I did notice that with those ratings as from from uh, Friday to Saturday to Sunday, they did slowly go up, I think, as like words sort of like spread around and people probably started to realize like, whoa, what's this? What's this eSport thing that's going on? So I think long term, East, the, the ESPN was sort of like a, a shock thing, right? They wanted to be there yeah. so we could say we were the first we ones. We did it. Well, yeah. I don't think Disney gotten... XD, though, as you guys have said, that's where the real seed for the long game is being planned. I think, I think you're right. I'll be curious to see what the ABC ratings were like, too, when those come yeah. back. Yeah. We still haven't, that, was a sun, that was on Sunday that got broadcast. And, we still haven't heard that. Uh, and that was no, just no, that was that, a recap, that, right? That, that was on there. The ratings for the ABC Sunday was a .5. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which was bigger than both the other days on ESPN and ESPN2. 
Well, that's very interesting. Mm. So, I mean, I think that there is a willingness out there. Uh, there's a curiosity out there. Um, and as long as, you know, people keep b- being met with such a high quality product like the Overwatch League, I think that esports has a real um, a, a real chance of being able to cement itself as a cultural phenomenon uh, moving forward. I mean, this year is the year. No, oh, this definitely. year is the year. And like, be, it is happening this year. I'm going to be way more curious to see what those ratings look like. It's you know, happening! Jesus. <laughs> uh, like week six of next season. Like, I'll be like what those ratings look like six weeks in after the first stage playoffs next season. Absolutely. I'll be super curious to see what those ratings are. Absolutely. Like. And I think that you'll have a pretty similar trend to what we saw on Twitch, where we saw, you know, the first two stages. The first stage was like, th- there were tons of people tuning in. I think, it, I, you know, we had watched the, the Twitch stream get as high as 300,000. 350,000 is where it peaked. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the, you know, the first stage. And you had kind of a bit of a drop off all the way to stage four, where it really kind of got to the lowest that it, that it got in any of the stages, but then it definitely rebounded here for the finals. So, um, you know, it's not lack of interest. I do think that the season tends to drag on a little bit too long, and that's why you get some of the fatigue that you do. Uh, We also continue talking about Evo. The Evo Fighting Game Championships are coming up, and uh, Norris, I know that you're super excited about them, uh, and and so we got a bit of a preview of what to expect out at Evo. Yeah, it's going to be another great tournament. All the big names are there, so I'm super duper excited. The Dragon Ball tournament is probably going to be much more exciting than the uh, Street Fighter one. That's where the intrigue is, really. Yeah, that's where the intrigue is. I mean, and this is really the first time that Dragon Ball will be on, like, the big stage because mm-hmm. uh, it just started up its its tournament, but you know it has no panache yet. You know, is I there Capcom Pro Tour? Is there a potential out of Dragon Ball Fighters to get a moment out of Evo like we saw the perfect Ken Perry, uh, the the Chun Li Ken Perry? Probably um, not. I forget what what the number moment, moment that's called. Thirty seven. Moment thirty seven. Yeah, Thank you. I, I I would say probably not. You don't I think, think so? I think simply because it, the moment thirty seven. There's it, it's it's more it's more around it. No, you're and you're it's totally like right. The, it's like one of all of gaming's first like esports moments. It's, yeah. it's and it's, the game had a lot of history behind it. There, right. that, that Third specific strike. matchup. Yeah, that and specific matchup. Those specific players. Yeah, so, and yeah. you've got one character that's at a sliver of health and another that's actually doing fairly well. Perfect reversal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I understand that there's a lot of factors at play there. I just don't know that much about Dragon Ball Fighters because I haven't spent that there, long with the there, game. Is the potential there to get something that is as nail-biting and as exciting as Moment 37? Maybe I mean, not this year, but in future I years. mean, is it possible? I'm yeah, just saying with the game no, at no, all. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible, but there's more mechanics in the game that help try to turn the tide when a player is getting trounced. Okay. So it tries to make it more even, you know, from a standpoint of the whole and the entirety of a match. So there's really not as much like the big comeback uh, uh, type of stuff in there. Um, Marvel had the same issue too and every now and then you saw really big comebacks but nothing on that magnitude because in Street Fighter it is fucking hard to do yeah. something like that you know I've, I've actually after after doing this segment today I'm really torn because I, I love Sonic Fox right and want to see him go all the way but the fact that, that Kazunoko is competing in three different games I feel like him taking first in three of the of the, the, the games there 
would be so huge. I mean, it would be cool to see somebody that dominant right? be able to come out right, and, yeah. and make a statement so, like so that. So I'm torn whether or not I want to see him take, as Norris said, the triple crown. The triple crown. Or, yeah. or if I want Sonic Fox to win. Like, I um, mean, I'll always root for Sonic Fox because yeah. he's awesome. Yeah, he's a great dude. But, I mean... I do love watching Kazunoko play, and I think if he wins Guilty Gear, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the first final out of the three, if he wins Guilty Gear, and then he's sort of kind of building towards top 16, top 8, top 4 of Dragon Ball, then I think it'll be, it, it will be, it'll be like the Kentucky Derby. You don't have the oh narrative. Oh my God, here it goes, man. He's he going might be able it. to do it. He's See, going for that it. Would, that would we, be very cool. I think that would be a very cool narrative to come out of EVO. We've talked about the idea of, you know, who's going to be the first athlete to like, you know, be a champion in multiple esports. And I think the closest be we're going to get. Beyond the Wheaties box and right, stuff, yeah. yeah. And I think the closest we're going to get right now is something like this, someone going from multiple fighter games. Yeah. Yeah, um, Norris. What are you most excited to see out of Evo? I'm excited to see what they announce. Honestly, of yeah. course, I'm excited to like see for, like DLC. Yeah, characters of course, and stuff. I'm yeah. excited to see you know the results of the matches and stuff. But you know, for for some of the games like Street Fighter, this isn't even like the biggest money match. Like Cap- right. the Capcom Pro Tour Championship is the biggest money match. So. I think, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, the DLC and stuff like that. The, you know, maybe if there's a new game announced, yeah. uh, which there's been some rumblings that Mortal Kombat might get a, some big announcements. I would love that. Stuff. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, I, I, I can't wait. I haven't been into a Mortal Kombat game in a long time. I know that the last one that they had put out was fairly decent. Yeah, but it was pretty good. I never really got it. I, I never got it's back not, into it's it. It's not my thing either. Yeah. I bought it just, you know, just to have it. Right. But uh, I, I plugged only a few hours into it. So uh, we also uh, round out our first hour talking about the uh, PUBG Invitational that went down in Berlin. Uh, Not very well attended in terms of the uh, live audience, but extremely well attended when it comes to your online audience. And oh, man. I think that this yeah. highlights one of the, you know, one of the, the fundamental questions about esports is that do you have to be successful in a live audience capacity in order to, you know, move forward with your league? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I've always had so much fun watching PUBG, but I don't think there's any reason to necessarily... Yeah, especially after seeing the way that some of these have gone down, to be there in like a live capacity. I, like, I, I don't think, I don't you think I would be... want to watch PUBG yeah. Live. live. Yeah, I don't like, think you like have to live be... watching uh, the presentation. Right. But I mean, like, I don't know that it adds anything being be in the audience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I yeah. vehemently disagree with that. Really? Why? Yes, why is that? Why I is absolutely that? think esports needs to have live events. Every esport has to have a live event. If you're going to have a grand final, it needs to be actually grand. And that's part of it. And I, I think if, if if you're gonna take it to that level and you're gonna present an esport as something that is supposed to be a huge event with a lot of money on the line with the best in the entirety of the world, then yes, you need to bring the world to a central location. All right. To be fair, though, this wasn't a grand final. Right. This was just an invitational. Okay. And I think and, that, and that's, that was... And, and that's fine. That and was part fine. of it. I, I think that that was part of the it problem was. is is there has been, for PUBG, no established circuit yet. Yeah, not so last year. Th- right. Like, there there hasn't been anything that played up into any of these matches. There wasn't, like, a grudge match between two yeah. of those teams. And so, I'm, I, I think that a, a lot of people looked at the opportunity to go see PUBG live and was like, 
Yeah. Well, and, and actually, I think Joe, I remember you pointing out too, and, 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 and we kind of applauded this to to a certain extent that there were a lot of the big names that we expected to to be here because they didn't qualify. It was a lot of smaller, no name mm. teams. You think that had an impact? It, maybe I think it uh, could. Maybe I, I on think, your uh, live attendance. To your original no, question, the, the, I think you don't need. To be necessarily successful in your live numbers, I think you need to be smart in them. Yeah, because you can take a smaller crowd and make it still look and sound like a bigger crowd. That's if true. You're smart that's about true. How you do but it. that doesn't necessarily. I mean, yes, that's that for the presentational aspect. Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't actually solve the problem of not selling as many seats as you should have. Well, or you I think they to. overestimate it I, for, for I, this. I, I they, they clearly think overestimate that they did. it. And I think you know uh, the Overwatch Grand Finals were smart in just having it twenty thousand. I think the Barclays holds almost like double that. Yeah. But I think they were smart uh, to do 20,000 because one, it would look great on TV. Yeah. Two, it allowed them a little bit more flexibility with set design. And lastly, they knew they could sell 20,000 tickets in New York. Right. Like that would not be hard to do. Right. It if you be, had put it in the middle of Kansas, you probably right. wouldn't have been or able to sell 20,000 tickets. Even just a smaller big city. If right. you put it in Denver or Jacksonville or something y- like that. You probably still wouldn't well, have been able to get the 20,000. Right. You're absolutely right. That's actually a very good point. That's where it's worth noting, too, that if this Invitational had been in China, it had been sold out. You know what? That's actually that another really good point. Because you know when they did show crowd shots, we saw a lot of people who were rooting for Korean teams, Chinese teams, and you... Being in Berlin, I was just like, "Where, where's all the European? Yeah, Yeah. where's the European representation? Yeah, you know, there was there was very few people cheering on you know U.S. teams because I doubt anyone would fly in from the U.S. to be a spectator for something like this. Or even European teams like a Vanguard, exactly. Dude, I want Team Liquid was in there. Mm -hmm. A Vanguard was in there. The Pittsburgh Knights, Knights. yeah, they were in there as well. So I mean, like, it's not like European teams didn't have representation in there so it was a bit confusing to me to see what the exact makeup of the audience was as well because you're right man seeing those big tracks of empty seats was was really disheartening and i think that it probably had an effect on on disheartening some of the participants as well yeah um just you know a bit unfortunate but hopefully you know the online portion of that uh how much exposure they got online uh hopefully their sponsors are are you know Know, pretty well happy with that 39 million viewers probably remedy some of those concerns yeah exactly so hopefully they were able to make it up on uh you know the back end of it so um but you know do you think do we think that maybe PUBG tournaments need to be sized down you know smaller event sizes smaller ticket i don't know how you do it I don't know how you because do it. Because it's a big production, yeah, right? I, like, I don't really know how you do it well, unless I mean, you're going to change tournament rules and have less teams I don't know because I mean you do. No, ha- you, you should keep it the size. No, it, but, you, but, you, I, I agree with that. You should keep it the size that it is. But that is still a hundred separate participants playing concurrently at the so same time. So how do you scale that down? I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, listen. It looks the set piece looks very large, and it is very large. Right. But that's the, the cake topper. The cake topper set piece. Yeah. But that said. You could still fit that in a smaller arena. You could fit that in an eight thousand person arena. Any any arena that can have a full size basketball court, you can fit that on. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the the ceiling's going to have to be very high. Sure, um, but most arenas do have right. A like an auditorium is not going to be able right. to fit that. Right. Uh, but I mean, a, we've got a sound stage is not going to be able to fit that. But we've got eight thousand seat arenas here in Detroit that could fit that. Thing. So then, do they have to go the OWL route and find a static? 
place to keep doing it would uh, well, reduce it, the cost. I think so. Yeah, that may, I yeah. think that may help. When uh-huh. the regional leagues fire up, I'd imagine that's what they'll do. Each yeah. region will have its own. Well, and regional will help as well because that's what I think. Because you won't have such a fragmented audience. That yeah. was the other thing is, uh, you know, if you have uh, twenty different teams on stage and you've got a hundred different participants, who is the stadium rooting for? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. So uh, I think that also contributed to to how quiet it was. Uh, we also talk about uh, the latest in gaming news as well as WoW content creators. Uh, WoW is reaching out to their uh, creative community to. Uh, make them tutorials going into Battle of Azeroth. Um, and I think that this is a really interesting approach. You know, uh, we here at Checkpoint Radio have been doing uh, projects and shows together as a production unit for the better part of 12 years. Uh, and we've focused on Final Fantasy 11 and Final Fantasy 14. Yep. And I think from our position, you know, if we had gotten an opportunity like that, I think that, you know, that's something that we may have even considered turning down for a while just because of that weird official relationship with the the developer that you're covering as you know uh as as a uh, opinion you know it can, it can come with a lot of red tape it really yeah. does yeah mm-hmm. cuz you got to you've really got to agree to a lot to uh to to you know um be the you know voice or de facto uh, outreach poster for something child. yeah poster child for Wait. someone like Blizzard and especially for something like World of Warcraft you have to accept that you are giving up a hundred percent creative control over your project yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. that you know that Blizzard is going to have to approve every single aspect of that exactly and and again I I mean I don't know if in the end this is ultimately a good or a bad thing I think for this individual content creator the what he's agreed to to be able to to um, you know, enter into this opportunity may come back around to bite him in the ass. Uh, at the same time, it could be the greatest thing for his career. Could be the greatest move for him, and he could end up with a job out of Blizzard. It could go either way. It could go either way. We so, uh, and we should point out we never did turn down that position or that opportunity that we ever. Oh, because we never got we didn't it. Get never it. Got yeah, we never got it. it. So. Yeah, um, maybe a little sour grapes. Nah, nah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I think that that's definitely an interesting move. Um, but I mean, you know, now that you're what uh, twelve, thirteen years into the life cycle of World of Warcraft, what could it hurt? Yeah, exactly. What could you it know? Hurt? What that's a fair point. I asked in, the, in during the show uh, why bother doing this, but you're right. What could it possibly hurt? Right. And, if the and, game flopped tomorrow, you made more money than anyone could fathom. Let's say it. it even goes poorly and he makes really bad tutorials. You just don't put them out. Or, I mean, like, or is it really going to... Yeah, like, is it really going to make a blip on the radar? No, no, no one's going to be like, oh, man, those tutorials suck so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm unsubbing. I'm unsubbing. Well, some people some will. will. Some people will. Absolutely. Unsubbing. Unsubbed. I swear to God, unsubbed, unsubbed is like the new version of Can I See Your Manager? Oh my god! And I hate it. No I buys. Hate it. Unsubbed. I, I mean, for someone, because we, you know, we have a lot of projects out there. We, you know, take a lot of incoming comments on on the content that we make. Uh, a lot of times, when somebody is confronted with just an opinion, not even a piece of content, but just an opinion, an idea that doesn't jive with them, the first thing that they go to is unsubbed. And ninety nine percent of the time, when you actually look and do your research, that person was never subbed to your channel in the first place. Right? They're or just they trying, didn't unsub. It, Right. Like, they're just trying to bully you into, you know, moving you off your point, And I hate that. That's something that, that runs rampant in the video game community. And it just drives me absolutely fucking crazy. 
Speaking of being driven absolutely fucking crazy. We also talk about Comcast this week. And Nate, did you want us to like leave the room for like five minutes and just let you go? No, no, okay. no, because okay. if you do, this may get way more negative than we want it to. <laughs> okay. But, okay, we're going to get through this. But here's the thing. So we're talking about uh, Comcast data caps this week uh, and how that could end up potentially disproportionately affecting gamers and streamers. And I do think that there's a, you know, a ton of evidence that you can point to that it would end up disproportionately affecting those users because those users use the internet differently from say your parents or your right. grandparents your grandparents are never going to end up hitting the one terabyte cap that's on your uh that's on your uh, internet service cap that would be a lot of farm hero saga <laughs> right um it's 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 actually impossible for them to even if they were playing 24 hours a day 7 days a week but for us that make crea- uh, that that make creative content that have to upload HD videos or that are trying to do HD web streams and and trying to stream to Twitch like we're you're we're trying to do and have been unable to do for today's show it's highly ironic that we were talking about Comcast specifically and data caps on the day that we can't seem to get a, a signal out of my apartment yeah, the might, might have is, behooved you, Comcast, to make sure that everything went smoothly today. Yeah, of all days, today would have been a good one, right? So, uh, very frustrating. And I mean, our issue isn't necessarily with a data cap or anything like that. It just right. happens to be the upload. Well, the it, download works well, fine. The, the download works fine. I mean, this particular. Uh, uh, problem does not seem to be in any way, shape, or form uh, connected to the data cap. Correct. But I did run into my data cap because we've been streaming more. Right. We were doing the OWL pre and post shows. We've been trying to up our game in terms of streaming, streaming uptime yeah. just on the channel to, to be able to serve you guys better. We've been trying to push towards partner. Um, so, you know, w- we've been trying to do our part and do, you know, do due diligence on our part to make sure that the channel has content and come to find out that it's just racking up my my bandwidth left yeah. and right mm-hmm. and i had no idea that i had a bandwidth cap and so you know to get that message was initially pretty frustrating and uh you know that's kind of what led us to this conversation because i do feel like those that are more entrepreneurial that are trying to uh you know make a name for themselves on youtube or on twitch are going to be impacted by this and you're gonna end up paying more yeah. any any way you cut it you're gonna end up paying more yeah you're, you're gonna end up paying or more. you put out less well you or you put out less i would i think you would look at it as like you're gonna pay more it's going to you're gonna look at it as a business expense for what you do if right. that is your job then right i mean and i mean actually you could probably write that off couldn't you yeah yeah, that's interesting. Could. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that it is going to dis, uh, disproportionately affect people like that. And the people who are really going to be like, you know, streamers who are making their living doing what they do, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal to them because, you know what? Sure, it costs them an extra 50 bucks, 50 bucks a be. month. Yeah. Whatever. It's my job. I can do It's like, you know, I, right. I buy gas for my car to go to work. Right. right. Whatever. It's the people who are trying to get off the ground and get to that point. Or, or, or the yeah. people who want to quit their jobs and able to, uh, you know, and able to pursue something like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, all, all of, of that's important, and you should be able to do that. You shouldn't be penalized or be forced to pay more because you're trying to get something off the ground. Because with, whether you're broadcasting to 200 people or to two people, the amount of bandwidth that you're consuming is the same. Yep. And that's the part that I find a, a, a bit frustrating. But... Uh, 
you know, that, that is what it is. Just what you got to deal with some weeks. We don't have control over it. All we can do is complain and keep keep complaining. As we'll be customers. back on next Wednesday. We hope. We hope. Uh, we also talk about Rocket League. Uh, their grand finals are uh, going to be going down August 24th through the 26th. We're going to be out there covering the pre and post game shows for all three days. We invite you to join us. That's going to be at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. Go Ducks on Quack. Go Ducks on Quack, <laughs> apparently. Um, I, some very interesting team names. Uh, we also talked about, you know, just what over uh, what uh, Rocket League is. I'm so used to talking about Overwatch. I know. It's been kind of the theme here. I, I, I know, right? Uh, what Rocket League is and, uh, you know. Um, Where it fits into the esports scene. Yeah, because it, it it is a bit of an outlier when it comes to esports. And, you know, we had talked last week about the International Olympic Committee considering uh, video games and esports entry into one of them. Into Rocket League is perfect. The Olympics yeah. is Rocket League is the game. If there's going to be any game that's perfect for it, no guns, no violence, and it's based off of a sport, but it's not a a direct translation of that mm-hmm. sport, Rocket League has definitely got to be a, a part of that conversation. And uh, Nate, I'm so that. glad you brought that up. I watched the up. hell out of that, too. Well, when we saw it being played competitively at the esports arena when it that was, was opening, great. it was a great watch. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Nate, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's such a good point. I yeah. love it. Yeah. The Olympics, please. Yes, absolutely. Because that I mean that's one of the questions. Is it gonna be League of Legends? Is it gonna be Overwatch? Both of those games contain violence. Hearthstone. Hearthstone, maybe. Maybe Hearthstone. That's yeah, that's a be. possibility. Mm-hmm. But I think Rocket, Rocket League, League, League is Rocket like League is a shoe in right now today that they could do and 100%. nobody goes Yeah, right. nope. Everybody goes, okay. Yeah, okay. I can I can I can ride with that. And then, of course, we uh, wrap up today talking about uh, or we wrap up this week, rather, uh, talking about uh, our social media question. We asked who your favorite person to uh, play video games with is. And everybody said their wives and girlfriends. So uh, quite a few of them. Boring. Quite a few of them. Yeah. So we that's get, such a boring answer. We got a few that no, tag. Those are all people who don't, as Joe said, who don't want to be on the couch tonight. We uh, we also got a few people it's a tagging, boring answer. tagging like their old crew. There, there was actually one guy. That's who, cool. I who, love that. Who tagged like two people, and he's like, "It's all that's left of us. Everybody else grew up." I'm like, "Oh, they lost their dinosaur." Yeah. Press yeah. F for respects, man. You know what I saw? I saw a great like uh, uh, it, it was a drawing, but I could envision it as like a punk patch, right? And it was uh, Jeffrey, the uh, the the giraffe, Toys R Us, yeah, and he's all like zombified. No, yeah, and it's like uh, uh, always, uh, like always a Toys R Us kid or Toys R Us oh. kid forever or something like that. And it's made up like a punk rock patch. And I'm like, dude, I want that. My I heart. want that. I know, right? It hurts. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, you gotta you gotta be able to celebrate it in, yeah. in some yeah. way, shape, or form. And uh, I love that. I, Super I, cool, dude. I love that. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Checkpoint Radio podcast. A little bit more on the normal side. You know, last week we uh, had our uh, Philly special here on the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope everyone in Philly enjoyed that. We got some really nice notes back on that. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. We love having opportunities like that to be able to, you know, get get some new people under the umbrella. And speaking of getting some new people under the umbrella, make sure that you share this link 
with your friends, your family, anyone that you know that's into video games. Please, let's make sure that we get to the 90 reviews inside of this year. Let's make sure that uh, we can get Checkpoint Radio uh, partnered channel on Twitch, even though we weren't able to go live today. Um, but, you know, let's let's really show, uh, you know, everyone out there how big a force Checkpoint Radio is and, uh, you know, what where we deserve placement in uh, in the greater context of uh, gaming media. So uh, you can do that just by sharing out that link, CheckpointRadio.com, and uh, invite everyone to uh, check it out. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but our on-demand episodes are going up a full five days earlier. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah, they're going to be uploaded on Fridays now, so make sure you check those out over at our website, CheckpointRadio.com, and take them on the go with you with the MixCloud app at MixCloud.com slash CheckpointRadio. All right, that's going to do it for the Checkpoint Radio podcast. CheckpointRadio.com is where you can find more info about the show, as well as full episodes on demand posted every Friday, as well as interviews from past shows and much, much more. That's all over at CheckpointRadio.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckPT Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple podcast feed and getting us a rating and a review. Checkpoint Radio is a production of Westwood One. Our theme is provided by the band Weird At Last. Big thanks to our producers, Rick Scott, Kevin Graham, and Christine Corpus. For the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointRadio.com. 